What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Today we're breaking down Cam Akers versus James Conner versus David Montgomery. It's a decision that most of you will come down to in the middle round, so we definitely need to figure out who we are drafting. Uh, the original comment suggested we break down DeAndre Swift over Conner, uh, but I think Conner is just a little bit of a better player to add in. Swift's touchdowns are just a little bit capped since you know he's not a lock to get the goal line touches for running backs in general. But even if he then does, well, Jalen Hurts is going to steal a lot as well. And so I think that if you really wanted to add DeAndre Swift in here, he is definitely last among what would then be the four. So let's start things off with Cam Akers. Akers will be entering his fourth season in the NFL, having turned 24 this June. As a rookie, he was used very sparingly until he became a starter in week 13. Then over the six weeks that followed, including the playoffs, Akers averaged 22 carries, 2.3 targets per game, gaining 118 yards per game and scoring three touchdowns. So he was producing as a mid-range running back one. Then he unfortunately towards Achilles in mid-July, heading into his second season. That's an injury that typically takes a minimum of 9 to 12 months to recover from, but is oftentimes and most of the time is a career ender for running backs. You do not see running backs recover from this injury. Somehow, Akers returned to game action only six months later, and while he didn't look great, he was very inefficient, the fact that he was able to return six months after tearing his Achilles is historic. You just do not see that. So going into last season, most people figured that he'd be given the opportunity to be the lead back. He would look a lot better and he'd have a good year. But to start the season, he was strangely in like a, a weird committee with Henderson. The first game, Akers basically didn't play and Henderson was like the lead back. Then after that, they were really rotating in kind of like a 50-50 split. Uh, then we saw Akers kind of complain about his role. He was then a healthy scratch for a few weeks, come back from that. And then he's like a part-time player for about a month. And so it was just a really, really weird start to the season. But then... Akers just all of a sudden, out of the blue, becomes the lead back again. Yet again, in week 13. I don't know what it is about week 13, but again, week 13, they decide he's our lead back over, again, the final six weeks. Uh, he averages 17.3 carries per game, two targets per game, gains 101.8 yards per game, scores six touchdowns in the six games. This was also the time when, remember, Cup got injured, Stafford got injured, and so that was um, basically, you know, a month and a half where Akers was legitimately the best offensive player on the Rams. Now, it wasn't very difficult because their offense was trash, but I think the point was, over that stretch of time, he was their best player. He was the player they were game planning their entire offense through, just flowing everything through him, trying to win through him, and so I think you can see how Akers is such a polarizing player. You look at these 15 career games where he's played at least half of the snaps. We're not saying 90%, at least 50% of the snaps, some of which include games where he was coming off a torn Achilles like six months prior. And in those 15 weeks, he's averaged 14.75 half PPR points per game, which would have been a little bit better than Tony Pollard last season, ranking ninth 
among running backs. It's just that in his two seasons playing, he hasn't been given the starting role until week 13 in each season, which is obviously too late for us in fantasy. That's great that you're producing those numbers, but if they only ever come in week 13 on, we don't want that, right? The first 12 weeks you're doing nothing, we're out of the playoffs at that point. Uh, so your decision with Acres really just comes down to that, basically. Do you think that happens again? Or do you think that he'll be the starting running back from week one on for the entire season for the Rams? My guess is that he will be. You look at these other running backs, and it's Sony Michelle, Kyron Williams, and Zach Evans, none of whom are good. Akers is by far the best running back on the roster, and it finally does seem like McVay is behind him as the lead back. If you look at comments that he's made, it does seem like they're entering the season preparing for Akers as lead running back. So we will see how things go in camp, but I am assuming that he's going to see a significant workload this season, which does make him a great pick at his ADP. Next up, we have James Conner. Conner will be entering his seventh season in the NFL, having turned 28 in May. He's coming off his third straight season with at least 900 total yards, at least 35 receptions, and at least six touchdowns. That is extra impressive when you remember that it's been extremely difficult for James Conner to stay healthy throughout his career. Over the last few seasons, he has missed games due to an ankle sprain, an AC joint sprain, a quad contusion, another ankle sprain, a rib strain, a knee strain. Like It has been very difficult for him to stay healthy. And while that should be viewed as a negative, right? Obviously, if he can't stay on the field, it would be better if he could. So it's a negative that he can't. You can kind of spin it in a positive direction and say, well, okay, despite that, he has been able to score a decent amount of fantasy points when he's at least on the field. If you look back at those numbers I said, over you know 900 total yards, a six touchdown, 35 receptions, if he's producing those numbers season long while also missing time with injuries, it means that per game, he's actually producing pretty well. Over the last five years, he's been the running back 7, 18, 29, 6, and 10 and half PPR points per game. So coming off the board as a running back 26 right now, that can certainly be viewed as a discount. Four out of the last five years, he has outproduced that ADP in points per game. The reason that you're kind of getting this discount though is the offense. Like the Cardinals cut DeAndre Hopkins. They have Kyler coming back from a torn ACL. They clearly do want to tank this season. And we all do know that running backs on bottom end offenses do struggle to produce high end fantasy numbers, especially when they're very touchdown dependent, like James Conner is. So the question for Akers was, do we think he'll be the lead back? The question for Conner is, when's Kyler going to return? If Kyler comes back, let's say in week four, well, James Conner is a fantastic pick. If Kyler doesn't return until like week 12, 13, 14, well, he's not as good of a pick because for most of the season at that point, you're going to have a lead back, but unlikely a bottom three offense, and that's not fantastic. Right now, we can't possibly know. Like I said, my guess is that Cam Akers will be the lead back. I don't even really have a guess for when Kyler's going to come back. You can't possibly know. It's pure speculation at this point. So Connor remains a very high upside pick in the middle rounds, but certainly a risky pick because there's a chance that Kyler returns in week three. There's a chance that Kyler 
doesn't return at all this season. And when I compare that to Akers, I just feel better about, you know, remember the question we said for Akers, will he be the lead back? I feel better about answering that question and saying, yes, I think he's going to be the lead running back. And so I just feel more confident in that, more confident in Akers. And so I'm going to rank Akers ahead of James Conner. But we have a third running back. Let's go over and save Montgomery. Montgomery will be entering his fifth season in the NFL, having just turned 26 this June. He spent the first four years of his career with the Bears, and then he signed a three-year, $18 million deal with the Lions this offseason. That deal included $11 million guaranteed. In his four years with Chicago, he never had below 200 carries. He averaged just under 40 receptions per season, and he scored 7, 10, 7, and 6 touchdowns, finishing as a running back 32 9, 15, and 27 and a half PPR points per game. The main appeal with Montgomery this season is the offensive improvement. When you look back at the Bears, he's been producing well in fantasy, but the offense has been pretty bad, right? They've been 29th, 23rd, 27th, and 23rd in overall scoring. And we just know that it's difficult for running backs to produce high in numbers on poor offenses. But now he's on the lines, and they finished fifth in scoring last season. The expectation is maybe they won't be fifth, but they will very, very likely be top 10. They will probably be a top seven offense again this season. And you've heard me say a million times this summer that this is the backfield you want in fantasy. Lions running backs produced by far the most fantasy points of any other team in the league. They scored 27 half PPR points per game last season. Their lead backs are now gone. That's 419 touches, 25 touchdowns that are left behind for Montgomery and Gibbs. Even if you remove a ton of those touchdowns, it doesn't matter. They were by far the number one backfield for fantasy production. Remove the touchdowns if you want to take it away for luck. But let's be honest, don't remove too many because Hawkinson's also gone. Chark is also gone. Jameson Williams is suspended for the first month and a half of the season. The Lions are going to be good. And they don't have that many amazing players outside of the running backs, especially to open the season. They're going to keep both running backs heavily involved. They'll be featuring both running backs this season. Montgomery has a very, very high floor and will be a top five running back in fantasy if Jameer Gibbs ever gets injured. So the question is, do we take him over Akers for that upside? And that's a tough one for me, honestly, because I really do like both of them a lot this season. But my lean is actually Cam Akers. Um, there's just no competition for him. Sony Michelle has been dust for years. Kyron isn't doing anything. Uh, Zach Evans is just simply not very good. People also really like to trash on the Rams offense. Like everyone thinks they're going to be terrible again this season. But they were the sixth highest scoring team in 2021. They just had injuries, right? If Cup and Stafford are injured, do you expect them to be a very good offense? Of course not, right? And so... That was a large part of why they were so bad last season. You bring both of those back. You actually give the ball maybe to Cam Akers a little bit. They're going to be a better offense this season. And when you kind of think about that fact, along with just, you know, just having no competition for Cam Akers, you have to think that Akers is in line for a lot more opportunity than Montgomery this season. I also believe strongly that, you know, the Lions are all in on Jameer Gibbs. They are in love with this kid. So, 
he's going to get more touches than DeAndre Swift was seeing. Many of them will be in the receiving game. They're going to use him all around the formation. They're going to use him in the passing game. And so there will be times where Montgomery is also on the field, but also times where it's like, well, you can't give Gibbs 30 touches per game. So Montgomery is still going to have a very stable workload. But having another running back like that that they are in love with, well, that's not the case for Cam Akers. He doesn't have a Jameer Gibbs stealing a ton of touches. And so, again, that's more confidence we can have in saying the opportunity will be there for Akers over Montgomery. Um, I just hope we get the exact split, right? Like, we really do need to work out um, how is the split going to be between Gibbs and Montgomery. I think that's something we'll figure out in August. But right now, given that we don't know 100% what it's going to be, and there's definitely a chance that Gibbs is, like, clearly their top running back, I think it would be smart to take Akers over Montgomery, but I wouldn't care. Like, if you really are like, no, I don't trust Akers. I really like this Lions backfield. I want to take Montgomery. I think that's totally fine. Remember, Akers is still a very risky running back. Uh, the Rams were the single worst backfield last season in terms of running back fantasy points. They scored 14.9 half PPR points per game as a team for the running backs compared to 27 half PPR points per game for the Lions running back. So maybe it doesn't even matter at all that Gibbs is there when your backfield as a whole could score more than 12 points per game more than the other team. Uh, I just think feeding into that number is the fact that Cup got hurt, Stafford got hurt, they weren't using Akers until late in the season. If all of those things change, I think their backfield is going to score a lot more than 14.9 half PPR points per game. Uh, so again, my final ranking is going to be Cam Akers, then David Montgomery, and then James Conner. So that's how I'd rank those three. Uh, if you want to see my exact rankings for all players under every scoring format, you can see that on my website, thefantasyfootballadvice.com. I'll be back tomorrow to go over league winning wide receivers. Saturday, it's one of my biggest risers over the last two weeks. And then Sunday for another underdog video. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, how about hitting the like button and how about subscribing to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.